What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to TTV Ravens Media, bringing you Ravens content every single day. And we have a long-awaited video. We've gotten a fair amount of comments asking for this, and we're finally doing it. It's our 53-man roster prediction. This is coming out on Monday. We're recording it Sunday night. So if we say something like we say a player, and when this is uploaded you know, on Monday, and it's like, oh, that player's already been cut. Sorry, we're uploading it in advance. We, we just wanted to wait for like the JK news before we recorded it. Um, and so then we're like, all right, let's post it the day before the rosters are due. And just kind of a heads up, if you guys didn't know, on the Baltimore Ravens app, you can win like Chiefs tickets and like a Rashad Bateman autograph if you like have like, a, you know, the best prediction, you know, for the 53-man roster. So if you haven't done that, go check it out. As somebody who has won Ravens prizes before, I recommend submitting your entry because there's, you know, there, there's always that shot that you can win. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's kind of the intro. In terms of this, I don't know how Joshua approached it. We haven't talked to each other about our list. All we've done is we've both done it. We'll go position group by position group. But like for me, it wasn't just like a what I think they will do. It was also a lot of what I think they should do. So if you have like players, you're like, oh, you really left this guy out. He should make the team. Let us know if you have a player like that. And let us know if you think like, you know, why that is. You know, I, I see a lot of times people will say like, oh, no, this guy should make the team. And I'm like, okay. But why, you know, who would you take out if they're going to make the team? Because that's always a big trade-off. We can't just have, you know, 60 players. Because believe me, I would have 60 players on my list if I could. But uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll go through, you know, the full roster and everything like that. But we'll start off with, I'll say it's the second easiest position group. I think special teams is probably the easiest to predict. Mm -hmm. uh, but the quarterback position, Joshua, who do you have making the roster? Pretty tough one. Honestly, man, I don't think I don't think it's pretty tough, but I do feel like we will have all three quarterbacks uh, going into this um, season. Um, the reason I say that because yes, even though Tyler Huntley did prove that he can be the number two quarterback, you never know what can happen and how uh, far as injuries and things of that nature. We saw you know last night, and you never can be too sure. So I mean, usually in the NFL, you usually see a team with three quarterbacks. We have been doing it, you know, with RG3 and um, Trace McSorley. So I do feel like, you know, with having Tyler Huntley and Trace McSorley, the Ravens are comfortable enough with those two guys to run the offense. Now, I know Ravens fans, y'all do y'all do not feel as comfortable with those guys maybe taking us to a playoff Super Bowl, which is totally understandable. But I feel like, you know, Tyler Huntley and Trace uh, can manage the game enough to get us a win. Now, you know, not saying, not going wood, um, not saying Lamar Jackson will take us a season in the injury or anything of that nature, but you know, it may have to be, it may, it may be that 2000, that 2000 Super Bowl all over again. You never know. Um, subpar, subpar um, QB play, but you know, great defense leading the way. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, those two are subpar quarterbacks and, they can get the job done. Yeah. Um, I have a different list. I just have Lamar and Tyler mm -hmm. Huntley. My expectation is Trace McSorley is a practice squad player. I don't think he's shown enough, you know, off the bat for him to be a, somebody that the Ravens are worried about, you know, not clearing waivers. Right. So I feel like, you know, there, there's a very good chance that when he gets healthy, the Ravens do end up saying, hey, you know, you want to come back onto the 53-man roster? 
But I, I don't know. I don't know if they're willing to – I mean, you could very well be right. There is a good chance that they have three quarterbacks. Um, but I just have Lamar and Tyler. Um, I feel like Tyler just emulates what Lamar does. I think he showed in the preseason game against Washington. Like, he's he's good. Um, this yeah. guy knows what he's doing. He can come in and run the Ravens offense pretty well. But I do like Trace. Trace is good for certain situations. Um, but looking at the next running back position, this is the one that's obviously the most – one of the most talked about. The running back spot. Who do you have making it as the running backs on this team? Um, as we already know, JK, uh, aka uh, Ray Rice 2.0, is going to be IR for the season. You know, we do pray for him to have a speedy recovery. I know they're going to be doing some more, um, more looking at that knee because it may be something else outside of the uh, the ACL that may have gotten um, torn as well that could. Um, uh, that could uh, end up him having a longer recovery time. Um, I do hope it. I do hope that's not the case, though. Um, but but far as running backs, um, Gus Augustus Edwards, of course, I have Nate McQuarrie and Tyshawn Williams and Justice Hill. Uh, for the simple fact, Justice Hill will be part of the special teams. You know, I know everybody's talking about releasing the guy. I don't see. I don't see him being used anymore as you know an offensive weapon. Um, Nate McCurry showed that he can be more, he can be used more on the special teams. He does have soft hands. He knows how to move, move the ball forward. Tyshawn Williams is being a running back number two. You know, he shows that he can run very aggressively, you know, how to keep his feet moving. Um, he doesn't, he likes, he loves to keep his shoulder, love, shoulder pads down. And, um, he knows how to take a hit and also lay, lay the hit as well and keep moving up the field. So, you know, I feel like we got that behind uh, power back, we got another power back, and also we have another change of pace running back as well. So um, I do feel like those will be those guys that will be um, on the team. Yeah, I also put all four running backs, and I think it's going to be very similar to what we saw last year in mm-hmm. terms of late in the year, um, where I think Nate McCrary kind of takes on that um, that Mark Ingram role that he had, where it was like we really barely saw him unless you know both of those top tier running back Gus and JK last year were, were really gassed. It was like, Oh, we'd yeah. come in for like a couple of plays. I think that's very possible. And Mark Ingram didn't play special teams last year. Now they did Gus Edwards. I'm, or at least I'm pretty sure uh, there may have been like a situation where it happened, but I highly doubt it. And then right. they were like, Justice Hill was on special teams. So we had four running backs on the roster last year. Only one played special teams. Um, and then I just feel like, Gus Edwards is going to take over that J.K. Dobbins role that he had at the end of last year where he was starting to become not a workhorse back, but he was getting, you know, maybe 60% of the, the carries rather than, you know, the, the 40 that he was getting early in the year. So I think Gus is probably going to take about 60% of those carries, maybe closer to 65, getting closer to 70, and then Tyson Williams will be that number two guy. Uh, but I do hope Nate McCray gets some opportunities, but I just think right now I, I like all four making the roster because – I know a lot of people are like, oh, we should cut Justice Hill. Justice Hill won't clear waivers. Every team needs help on the special team side, and we would not be able to keep him on our practice squad at all. So we we need him to stay on the roster. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if one guy wasn't going to make the team, I would think it's Nate McCrary because I don't think he would – I think he would clear waivers and he could make it to the practice squad. But I just think that the Ravens really like having the four running backs because of how often they run the ball. And if – if you know, hopefully it doesn't happen. Knock on wood. But if Gus or Tyson Williams were to get injured, having Justice Hill playing, you know, full time special teams and being a, you know, fifty percent of the rushes, that scares me. 
that's way too much work for one player. <laughs> so the Ravens use the running backs more than any other team in the NFL. And so they, they need the, they need that depth. Um, so we agree right there uh, in terms of wide receivers. What do you, what do you have in the wide receivers? Honestly, I feel like we're going to agree on this one too. Um, of course we're going to have Rashad Bateman, Hollywood, uh, Dev, Devin DuVernay, James Brochet, the second Tylen Wallace and Sammy Watkins. I actually see Miles Boykins, um, possibly being IR, Deion Kane, um, cut Jalen Moore and Benjamin Victor. Those those two young men, you know, well, Jalen Moore showed a little more of what he can do, what he can bring to the team. I do see him being possibly practice squad. If they were to keep, if they were to keep um seven wide receivers, I see them actually bringing Benjamin Victor on. You know, yes, he played uh one game let this uh this past Saturday, but every time he caught the ball, he showed his yards after the catch. He showed that he had strong hands. He's 6'4". You know, he's not scared to go across the middle and get the ball, and he's not scared to, you know, uh, lay the boom as well. So, I mean, as a, you know, as a Ravens offense, you know, when you look at that's, you look at those type of tangibles and things of that nature, that's what you like to see in a Ravens wide receiver. So, you know, if he was to, if he was to make that uh, squeeze out, a, they were to do seven wide receivers, I actually see Benjamin Victor being a number seven. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I like, I, I really like Benjamin Victor. My, my players that I got at wide receiver, Hollywood, Watkins, Bateman, Duvernay, Prochet, and Wallace. What I expect to happen is I expect yeah. them to IR Miles Boykin. If they do not IR Miles Boykin, I believe that he will make the team. Um, and that would have to take out somebody else. I just think that that's what the Rams want to do. I they they really like his blocking. He was hurt, you know. There's a chance that he was, you know, playing well. He definitely had some good practices that I read about. He just didn't get an opportunity to play in the preseason, mm-hmm. and you know he has that blocking. But if he does get IR'd and we do keep seven, I I still do think Benjamin Victor is the guy to keep. Just I, I love his size, and he really only had one game where he was given like a full opportunity. Absolutely. That was the third preseason game, and he looked pretty darn good. He was making good catches. Um, Deion Kane, I like Deion Kane. That dude couldn't catch anything with Tyler Huntley. That was like the least dynamic duo I've ever seen with a quarterback and wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, I liked him. I really thought he had an opportunity, but um, I, I don't really see it. But getting into the next kind of position group, I'll add fullback to it. Let's go tight end and fullback okay. uh, to make the team. Who who do you got at, at those spots? All right, as far as tight end fullbacks, um, of course I'm going with Mark Andrews, Nick Boyle, Josh Oliver, and Patrick Ricard. I really don't see them having two fullbacks going into the season. Um, I don't feel like it's necessary. And honestly, Ben Mason didn't show that much. I mean, I'm glad that he was able to get some snaps in these past two games and even carry the ball. But as far as that third tight end, I definitely feel like Josh Oliver has solidified that spot. Um, Thomason didn't do enough to be that um, third tight end going into the going into the regular season. Um, I feel like, you know, if they need another tight end during the season, he'll be available to to be called up and things of that nature. But, you know, y'all, y'all know the Ravens. I'm not going to say they're tight end you, but they definitely know how to groom young groom uh, tight ends and know how to find, find guys that can become tight ends. Absolutely. I'm in complete agreement. Um, I, I really only see us keep, keeping three tight ends. I don't see the need to have, Ben Mason on the team. He just uh, my my entire once he was drafted, I had said this plenty of times. I don't think Patrick Ricard is here next year. I think Ben Mason takes over that job there. 
the fullback position isn't one that's highly sought after. So I guess there's a chance he doesn't clear waivers, but I do expect him to clear waivers just because how many teams are like, we need a fullback. Um, it's it's yeah. not that many. So I, I think that he'll be a practice squad guy. If Ricard goes down or something like that, he can definitely step in, come in. If, it, if a, you know, special teams player goes down, he can definitely step in. But, you know, overall, I, I, I just don't see Ben Mason making the team. Yeah. Two Ravens draft picks, I, I believe, I don't have making the team. And obviously one of them is Sean Wade, who can't make the team. And and then I got Ben Mason. But Ben Mason, it was a long-term pick. It was not a instant impact type of pick. But right. let's get into one. I think it's probably the hardest position group to select in the offensive lineman. Um, never seen that much, so definitely. Yeah, I agree. Like, it, it was just very difficult for me. This was definitely the hardest one for me to do. And so I don't know. It was just very tough, and I I definitely struggled with it. But who did you have? Um, do we want to go like position by position, like tackles guard, or, or do we just want to name everybody? Uh, we can just name everybody. All right, name everybody. That sounds good. Okay, you going first? Or I'm going first. I can go first on this one. Right. So first off, Villanueva, Stanley, Bozeman, Zeitler, and Powers. That seems to be the offensive line that you know, the Ravens have been rocking with. I don't love Ben Powers. However, the Ravens seemingly do. He has that NFL experience. Then at, in the backup spots, I have Ben Cleveland. I have Ben Bredesen. I have Pat McCarry, and I have Tyree Phillips. And that one of the biggest reasons that I like all those guys is McCarry and Phillips can play anywhere on the offensive line. Um, Phillips can't play center though but Makari can play everywhere. So there's a lot of like different things that can be going on. And then we have a lot of, you know, other guard depth. So if a tackle goes down, you know, we have Phillips or Makari. If a guard goes down, we got Cleveland, Bredesen or Makari or Phillips. Like, I feel like that gives really good versatility. There were other players I looked at. Jawan James was a late cut for me. That was one of the the tougher ones. I was thinking maybe we really keep a, another tackle, but I just, I just felt like we had other positions that I would rather hold on to. But who who did you end up having? All right. So I actually did Bradley Bozeman, Ben Cleveland, Juwan James, Patrick McCarry, Tyree Phillips, Ben Powers, Ronnie Stanley, uh, Alejandro Villanueva, and Kevin Zeitler. Now, the only reason I picked Juwan James is because, you know, they brought him on for the simple fact, you know, he is – we already know he's going to be out for this year. Um, he's going to be IR, so, you know, he's – pretty much going to be on the team. I forgot how his con- – I think he's one of those future guys. Um, the way his contract has worked up, uh, guys, um, if, when you listen to this, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I think his contract is something like that. But, Are you talking uh, about Villanueva? No, 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 Jawan James. Oh, Jawan James. Yes, I, I believe that's correct, yeah. Okay. So, um, you know, I definitely – I feel like, definitely feel like he makes the team just off the strength of that. Um, and be IR. So, I mean, that definitely op- opens up some space for, you know, if anybody gets cut from someone else, then we can add on another guy. But, you know, that Ben Powers, that, that Ben Powers at the left guard, man, I, I don't know if the Ravens are seeing, you know, shout out to Brad Johnson yesterday in the live stream, you know, that did point out that um, those two sacks, even though they were coverage sacks yesterday, it did come off of uh, the left side, the interior left side, and, you know, Ben Powers with the left guard. Right now, you know, we don't, you know, out of your starting line, you don't need to see that. You know, we're, we're trying to, you know, make it to the Super Bowl. We're trying to show that, hey, 
this is this year is going to be different from last year. You know, we don't need we don't need our court star quarterback running running like a chicken with his head cut off, running for his life, things of that nature. We want him to be in that uh the, in that in that backfield, you know, in the pocket, you know, feeling safe and secured. You know, we want to give him as much time as we can possible, and we want to keep him clean. So, you know, I definitely feel like, you know, they possibly clean he, he possibly cleans up his act. But don't be surprised, you know, at the game two or three that Ben Cleveland comes in and takes over. Now, the Makari and Tyree Phillips move, you know, those are those the swingmen. I don't like Tyree Phillips at a tackle. You know, he plays better as an interior uh, offensive lineman. But, you know, they have we have seen it that they have used him. You know, he tried to use his athleticism to the best of his ability. And, you know, he tried to put his body on somebody. You know, I love when he – um. I love when he picks up the uh, the fumbles and, and move forward. You know, hope, hopefully we can see that again this year. And he doesn't get a concussion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Patrick McCarry, you know, if he if he was to play center, hopefully keeps the snaps down. But you know, I definitely feel like he's good at, at every other position. He knows how to hold his own. I definitely um I respect Bradley Bozeman just the way he's been um, honing that center position this year. And this offseason, and how he's been going to get those reps in with Lamar Jackson, so that their uh, um, communication and connection is, you know, like that. So I definitely love what we're doing. I like to see, and I'm looking forward to Monday Night Football and seeing how you know that offensive line comes together. Absolutely. Um, now transitioning over to the defense, let's start with the D line. I was very surprised, but I, I didn't have very many D linemen. And I was like, what's going on here? But then I remembered that Ravens have outside linebackers as their edge guys. So I wasn't too worried. But my guys were, were you know, Derek Wolf, Calais Campbell, Brandon Williams, Matt Abike, and Broderick Washington. Um, you know, all guys that I really like, all guys that I think can do a very good job. However, if you're concerned about the death, we also do have Patrick Ricard on the roster who can also play on that defensive line as well. But then also remember a lot of times Houston's lining up on the line, Away's lining up on the line, you know, McPhee's lining up on the line. So when we get to the, I got a lot of linebackers. If you're concerned, uh, there's a lot of edge guys and things like that, that I have um, in the linebacker group, but who do you have at the, at the D line spot, Joshua? Right now. It was hard to leave him out. Right now, <laughs> I have Calais Campbell, Justin Metabuke, Patrick Ricard, uh, Broderick, Brandon Williams, and Derek Wolf. Um, I said this before, you know, in the stream, I'm totally fine with Justin Metabuke and Broderick Washington leading that in- interior um, defensive line. Those guys are young. Those guys know how to. I'm not going to say they are runs run run stoppers, but you definitely can train them up to become run stoppers. You know, if you've seen it. Uh, Broderick Washington was getting into the backfield all this preseason. And, you know, when Justin Matabuke last season was getting into the game, you know, he those were valuable minutes, valuable minutes for him, and he made sure his presence was known. Um, I wanted to add Jelly Roll, Justin Ellis on there, but I feel like he may be, you know, just a casualty and might get cut. Um, you got to, we got to, we got to uh, remember that we got our old heads in. Brandon Williams, Calais Campbell, and Derek Wolf. Derek Wolf just—he's just one of those guys that shows up. You know, you yeah. forget his name, but at, at the end of the day, it's like him and like Penel McPhee. Those guys, you know, when it's time to make a play, they'll show up and give you a play. So, absolutely. Um, so, you know, speaking of Pernell McPhee, let's look at the linebacking—the linebacker core, which includes the edge rushers that the Ravens use. Why don't you go first, Josh? Well, let's see who you have. 
All right, y'all. Don't get mad at me now. So, <laughs> I'm going with Chris Board, Tyus Bowser, Justin Houston, Malik Harrison, Dalen Hayes, Pernell McPhee, Odafia Way, Patrick Queen, and Chris Smith. Um, I feel like Chris Board can actually be moved into the inside linebacker position just because, you know, um, well, me personally, I'm big on Anthony – Anthony, Anthony Levine. Yeah. There we go. I'm big on I'm big on the move of Anthony Levine to the inside linebacker. I feel like he could definitely step up and give you some reps on with that second team. Um, but you know, Tyus, Justin, uh, Odafi, them those young guys, you know, they're definitely calling Justin Houston, you know, um Yoda, Yoda, they're actually following him. Um, I don't feel like Jalen Ferguson, um, aka Slack Daddy, aka, you know. No, only one one technique, you know, the list can go on and on and on and on. I don't feel like he gets it. I don't feel like he understands. I don't feel like, you know, that he makes the roster. I mean, if they if they still feel like this young man has potential, then, hey, by all means, keep him on, you know, as another body. But, you know, between, you know, Dylan and Adafi, in my opinion, I feel like they will both take some of his take a lot of his minutes, especially Adafi. You know, don't. Adafi's not going to be a 10-plus sack guy, at least not yet. You know, he's there to cause disruption. He's there to get in the backfield. He, you know, his play, his 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 profile is going to cause, you know, him to be uh, covered a lot, and it's going to open up the space. It's going to open up the gaps and holes for everybody else around him. So, you know, expect, uh, expect Dalen Hayes, expect, you know, Justice Houston, expect Tyus Bauer, Penelman Feet, the interior guys, even our linebackers to get, a, get some sacks. On the quarterback and, and allow and allow pressure because everybody is a scared of what this young man can do. So um, those 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 are my linebackers right there. And then I love Malik, this this PQ Malik Harrison uh, duo. This is something exciting, something exciting to see. And you know if they can keep this going for years to come for the Ravens, you might see you might see two or three Super Bowls in the next couple of years for the Ravens. Honestly. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I love the confidence. So for my linebackers, my inside linebackers, I have Queen, Harrison, and Board. And then, you know, my outside linebackers, I've got Tyus Bowser, Justin mm-hmm. Houston, Adafi Away, Dalen Hayes, Pernell McPhee, and Magnet Man, because he sticks to the offensive lineman blocking him. Jalen Ferguson, I, I do have him making the team. I, that was a good I'm i still a believer in Jalen Ferguson, okay? Yeah. I know right now he hasn't shown a ton, but in the preseason, there were a lot of holds that were, that didn't go his way. And I feel like, you know, he sets the edge well. You know, he's able to stop the run. I feel like he's he's worth keeping in case he can make that next step. And I think that's, that's worth the risk, um, you know, of having a roster spot. But that's one that I definitely, you know, comment down below what your thoughts are on Jalen Ferguson. Should he make the team and stuff like that? And, you know, with any players, if you have, you're like, oh, wow, they shouldn't have made the team or they should have made the team. Let us know. Um, but let's get into the final position group and let's talk about, or I guess, okay, let's do the special teams. Can we just agree that we both have Tucker, Cook, and Nick Moore? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was pretty obvious. I, I didn't expect anybody to have Verity uh, making the team. So uh, let's get into the final position group and let's go to the secondary. Um, if we can, let's try and just do the cornerbacks first. Okay. Um, who do you, I can go first if um, in yeah. terms of the cornerbacks. So I got Marlon, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, 
Tavon Young, Anthony Averett, and Chris Westry. I only got six guys, but I feel like, you know, some of the guys that I have at safety can absolutely step into the slot and, you know, play that role as well if if something happened. But also Marlon can play in the slot as well. So uh, those are my secondary pieces. I only got six um, in the corners, but who do you got, Joshua? Okay, I got Anthony Averett. I guess they're going by uh, alphabetical order. Uh, Marlon, Marcus Peters, Jimmy Smith, Brandon Stevens, Chris Westry, and Tavon Young. Yep, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're good on the corners. Oh, yeah. And then in terms of safety, um, I, I have Brandon Seams. I put him in the safety spot. You know, okay. he's listed as a corner and a safety on, you know, wherever you're, you know, looking. He's listed as both. But, you know, secondary player, uh, Brandon Stevens. Then I obviously got Chuck Clark, Joker. Mm-hmm. Then I have Anthony Levine and Joshua. I love what you were talking about, you know, him possibly being, you know, that other, you know, inside linebacker, if, you know, somebody was to get injured, they need a couple plays. He used to be a linebacker. He transitioned to a safety, but he's really a special teams player. I think he's critical to the special teams. Co-cap is, is a big part of this team. And then our Darius Washington. Um, I feel like he's the guy that can absolutely play out of the slot for the Ravens and actually be very good at it, as well as be a playmaker, you know, as like a deep safety type of player. So that's who I got as the safeties. Um, no Geno Stone. No Nigel Warrior. I know those were guys that a lot of Ravens fans are really high on, but I you only get 53, and it's really tough. This is a really good roster. Yeah, so I got Chuck, Joker, um, Anthony Levine as well, Ardarius, and I actually uh I'm actually keeping Geno Stone. And yeah, I'm at, I'm actually at 52 players. So I I I honestly have one more I can actually pick. But um <laughs> So I didn't do half bad. I mean, honestly, like I said, man, you know, I feel like Geno Stone will make the roster just just for the death. Um, we saw what happened last year with the secondary. You never know. And the good thing about these guys that they can play a little they, – they're in interchangeable pieces. They can play a little bit of corner. Um, our Darius Washington definitely showed that he can, you know, he can play corner and stick with the wide, and stick with wide receivers, you know, um, and, and get a bat down or even an interception. You know, Geno Stone – the way the defense, the way the defense move and how they attack, how they attack uh, opposing offenses, I don't mind a guy that could just be there at the right place at the right time, as long as you can make a play. You know, I, I said it like I said it yesterday in the stream. I'd rather a guy be be there at the right place, right time, versus a guy being draped over over a wide receiver and can't break up the pass. Uh, we can't go through that, and um, we can't have that. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of seeing, uh, you know, as a Ravens fan, I'm tired of seeing guys that uh, get the ball caught on them. The wide receivers bouncing off, and they going they going into the house for the touchdowns. You yep. know, shout out to that game to Eric Weddle and CJ Mosley that let a one legged uh, wide receiver do that to them, a five ten wide receiver do that to them. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, neither here or there. I definitely feel like you know, the the secondary is one of our strongest one of our strongest uh, parts of our defense. You know, we we definitely show that you know we belong. We can play with some of these air raid teams. Now I feel like, you know, that front seven will finally match that, and we're going to continue doing what we do, uh, which is wreck havoc, cause turnovers, and, you know, solidify some wins, some Ws, man. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Let us know your thoughts and opinions in the comments section down below. Make sure to subscribe for Daily Ravens content. We really want to see those, you know, thoughts and opinions. But uh, we're very excited to see what it is. 
uh, you know, the final 53 man roster, you know, hopefully, you know, somebody watching this video wins the, uh, you know, the Ravens prize, get those mm -hmm. chiefs Ravens tickets and stuff like that. But thank you everybody for watching subscribe. And I will, we will see all of you again next time.